tomorrow night. It'll be game number three of the Rangers and the Penguins' best of seven from Pittsburgh. Coverage begins at 6.30 with yours truly. And then at 7 o'clock, on the call, it'll be our next guest. He is, of course, a member of the Michael K. Show. Does an outstanding job calling the Ranger games as well. It's our good pal Don LaGreca. Hello, sir. How are you? Hey, Dan. What's going on, man? Oh, I'm doing good. Thank you for making some time this evening. I appreciate it. I, uh, how, how was the trip out? And um, It was a hectic day for you, huh? Yeah, it was a hectic day. I had to stop at urgent care because I had an infected finger. I had to pick up all this, like, apparatus to be able to do the show from the uh, – from the uh, hotel, but it was fine. And now I'm just uh, partaking in some dinner, standing out in this uh, restaurant's lovely patio, staring at pouring rain, which I'm sure you're also experiencing there as well. Absolutely. It's a car wash, as they say. And I appreciate you taking some time <laughs> away from the meal. What's the meal selection for tonight? Anything good? I went the, I went the short ribs tonight. Oh, you can't go wrong with the short ribs. But, but the finger, is, <laughs> no, is that okay? I mean, is there anything to worry about? As far as what? I mean, like, I mean, it, like, it required uh, urgent care. I mean, is is everything, it's still it's Oh, still no, attached. the finger? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the the finger. finger, I thought you were talking about the short ribs. I oh, mean, no, I, I, I hope I, everything's okay no with that. I have no on the short ribs, no. No, I just, I, I'm, I'm stupid. I, 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 we got the, uh, try to save the planet, do the recycling. So I actually got a paper cut on a uh, cardboard box like a week ago and didn't do anything about it. And then the thing was all swelled up. So I had to go to the doctor. He had to dig out everything and then uh so it's pretty ugly but uh it's all right i didn't want to go on the road with my finger throbbing so no you don't, you don't travel to. for 26 months and now you got to go all this stuff you got to do but it's worth it because you know what you're going to have a nice couple of games here in pittsburgh it's it's you know played itself out to be a good series here the first couple of games you had the call last night of course you were all over game one there too uh what's your big takeaway if you have one here over the first two games of this series uh, the big takeaway to me is just how good Igor Shosturkin is. I don't think anybody really doubted it, but you don't know until you see it in the postseason, right? I mean, we made Henrik Lundqvist great. It was not just his Vesna trophies and his record-breaking regular seasons. was that he was stellar in the postseason. And I think everybody wanted to see Shosturkin be great. And he was terrific in game one, you know, making a, a almost a record save performance of 79. And then he was terrific in game two. So, that's what's been impressive to me is just how much fun it is to watch him. And also, I'm kind of watching this series, Dan, is kind of a last hurrah for Pittsburgh. It looks like Latang and Malkin are going to be gone. Uh, I think the, the, the Penguins that we've known are going to change dramatically over the next couple of years. Brian Burke is going to put his signature on this team and probably go into a rebuild. So just appreciating Latang and Malkin and Crosby and, and also seeing that Despite 16 years together, they're still really good, and they're still very dangerous. And you saw that in Game 2 when the Rangers were up 3-1. Crosby scores late in the second period, and the ice was tilted for the first five, six minutes of that third period. So I don't know if Pittsburgh is going to go that quietly, I think, because they just know in the back of their mind this is probably their last shot. Well, and not only that, I mean, you mentioned that Crosby line. It's it's hands down been the line of this series so far in the first couple of games, and they're going to have to find a way to shut them down. I was talking about this a little bit earlier, yeah. though, because on the flip side, you look at the Rangers side of things, and I know that in terms of, like, you know, the guys that are filling the stat sheet, it's been those top two lines, but I still think they're getting decent contributions from all four, and you know playoff time, you want to be able to roll your four lines because it's going to save all that wear and tear as you move on through a long series. And that's what's going to eventually cost Pittsburgh, right, Dan? I mean, right. it's been so much Gensel, Crosby, and Rust. Uh, are they going to get anything else? I know Malkin scored the overtime goal, but 
they're going to need more from McGinn. They're going to need more from you know the, uh, some of the other ancillary players forward because the, you know that top line is going to produce dramatically. But you know, are they going to be able to get stuff from Heinen? Are they going to get stuff from Kapanen, who didn't have a great regular season? And you're right. I mean, the Rangers, even with Gaudreau out of the lineup, I thought the Rooney line, the fourth line, uh, spent a lot of time in the zone. Uh, you know that Heedle is going to do some really good things with uh, Lafreniere and Kako. I thought that they have had an impact in this series. And, of course, the top two lines are as good as you get, right? I mean, Panarin's amazing uh, with Strom and Kopp. And that top line of Kreider, Zabanejad, and, and Vetrano are awesome, too. So I just think the Rangers are deeper offensively. This Dumoulin injury is certainly going to be a problem. Uh, Deming looks like he may be the goaltender the rest of the series. So everything's really pointing to the Rangers uh, to win this series. And, and, you know, Boston's winning tonight, which is good news for either Pittsburgh or, or the Rangers, depending on who comes out of this, because when you're playing every other night, you're not going to get much rest. So if Carolina makes short work of Boston, and these two teams bang heads for seven games, that's not going to bode well to, to advance. So um, let's see if the Rangers can win tomorrow and, and, and try to, shorten this series and keep pace with Carolina and then see what you can do in the second round. The Deming factor, as you said, Casey DeSmith now has gone under the knife. He had the core muscle surgery, so he's not going to factor in. I know they hold out hope that Jari could possibly make it back in if this series goes longer, but I, I mean, you got to figure now. And that's why, I mean, you and I were talking about it. I, I, I think it was a huge <clears throat> positive for the Rangers that they're able to put, you know, as many goals as they did last night behind Deming because it kind of minimized the chance of maybe him building confidence, now going back into his home rink, thinking that he might be good enough to steal this series, which I guess anything's yeah. possible, but, you know, I don't think you're going to see the same guy that we saw for that, you know, period and a half of overtime back in game number one. Well, you don't want to create a monster, right? And it's a guy right. that came in in relief for Vasilevsky a few years ago in Tampa, made seven saves, didn't allow a goal. Then 17 in overtime in game one, didn't allow a goal. So he comes into game two, 24, goal, 24 shots in the postseason, never allowed a goal. And so now he starts to build confidence. And we talked to Stephen Valaket on the K-Show, because I was under the impression, like, there's no pressure on Deming, right? Go out there, play. You're 30 years old. You play with six different teams. You know, have a good time. Nothing's expected of you. Val Kent made a good point. He's like, you know, this kid's trying, kid, he's 30 years old, he's trying to stick in this league. And if he can leave an impression here in this postseason, he might be able to find a job and continue to play. So that creates pressure. And now he gives up five goals, uh, loses a game, and now he knows he's probably going to be the guy they're going to depend on the rest of the way. Jari, the speculation is he might have a broken foot. So even if he does come back, how, how good and competitive can he be? Uh, the rest of the series, you know, beyond game three. Uh, so it's, it's, I think it's about Deming, and I, I just think you're going to eventually wear him down. There's a reason why he's played for six different teams and hasn't had any traction. You know, he's, he's done a good job in this series, but I think, you know, the goaltending's better for the Rangers, and I think the Rangers eventually will expose him, and I thought you saw that in game two. No doubt about it. Don LeGrec is with us here. He will be on the call for game number three between the Rangers and the Pittsburgh Penguins, as you can hear right here on 98.7 ESPN. Obviously, you know, one of the things we talked about Shesterkin and, you know, the workload, the shot load, whatever you want to call it. I mean, making over 100 saves, well over 100 saves, first two games of series does not bode well moving forward here. You know, from your perspective, you know, in the past, like, you know, we would talk about a John Tortorella team. That when he was coaching the Rangers, you know, the, the emphasis, the priority, make sure blocking shots, get down. You know, it, it maybe winds out your own team as you move forward through a playoff. But also, 
you don't want it as run and gun as it is right now because ultimately your goaltender is not going to be able to stop every one that he sees. And I just think that that is a heck of a lot of shots that your goaltender is going to be seeing or should be seeing. I mean, especially in game one, but it it started to pile up early in that third period in game two as well. I mean, you make a good point. And and again, you're playing every other night, so you're not getting any kind of real break. But he's young, and he's been really looking forward to this opportunity. You could see, you know, I I was kind of taken by it. I, I was fortunate enough to fly on the charter today with the team, and I haven't done that, you know, in two years. You know, I haven't done that since Henrik Lundqvist was here. And who was sitting in Henrik Lundqvist's seat on the charter was Igor. And it made me think, like, yeah, he's now the man. And he's been dying for this opportunity. And he was hurt in the bubble a couple of years ago and, and you know, only got to play in that third game after they were pretty much done. And, you know, not, no playoffs last year. Uh, and and I, think he's, I think he's relishing this. We've, we've seen, Dan, goaltenders really thrive on the more shots they get. So I, I don't think he's going to get too worn down by it. I, I think you do want to cut down on the opportunities because there's some really good snipers on Pittsburgh. But... I think he's the one goaltender that I think he could survive a, a workload here early. He's young, and, and he's gaining experience with every game he plays. What was the meal on the charter today? I went with a little chicken salad. I kept it light. It's not bad. You know, you got yeah, your, you it's, know, really nice. it's really nice. It, it, it's just a, you know, they don't tell you to sit fast in your seatbelts. You, you recline. It's really a great experience. I mean, I'm fortunate enough to do it, but it makes you not want to ever have to go back to commercial flying again. Do you get the warm chocolate chip cookie at the end of the flight like you usually do in first class or no? Uh, I got a cinnamon cookie today, if that's all oh, right. Oh, okay. Cinnamon cookie's good. I, yeah. I, I like that. A little something. I, I, it, it's I a little bit advantage of it. There's, there's that part where, like, I don't really need it, but I want to take advantage of it. I don't know the next time outside of coming home with the team on, two, on uh, Tuesday uh, when this opportunity is going to present itself again. So, well, you can't take uh, it for granted. Like you two said. years, it's been good to be back on the road. Yeah, tw- I mean, 26 months. You don't know when you're going to get this opportunity again. You might as well take advantage of it for sure. Um, all right, you know, lastly, and I want to get let you get back to your short ribs there. If this series is 2-2 coming back to the Garden for five, what do you think the panic level is going to be for Ranger fans? Ah, listen, they're always going to panic because I think that once they saw Domingue is likely the start of the rest of the series, I think a lot of Ranger fans, and rightly so, you know, chalk it up to a win, especially with a 5-2 victory. And listen, they, they could have very easily won game one as well, especially where they dominated in the, in the first period. But listen, respect Pittsburgh. I, I know Ranger fans hate Sidney Crosby and, and all that, but he's a world-class talent. So is Malkin. And uh, to get a split on the road is nothing, obviously, to be embarrassed about. Rangers have been a really good road team. And the Penguins were not a great home team. So that's why I kind of expect the Rangers to take control here. But if it's 2-2 going back to the Garden, you, you, you've regained home ice advantage, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think there should be any kind of panic at all because uh, Pittsburgh's got a ton of experience, and they're not going to go quietly. Uh, so I don't think they should panic. Now, will they? Yeah, probably, but uh, I wouldn't. Well, and the thing is you don't want it to necessarily go to those lengths, as you were talking about in regards to the Carolina-Boston series. But I, I just think the longer this series goes – it favors the Rangers. Now, you want to get it done as early as possible, but I think the longer the series goes, that's edge blue shirts. Well, especially when you consider the Penguins are the oldest team in the league in the playoffs exactly. and the Rangers are the youngest. You know, and Malkin, Malkin's older. Latang's 35 years old. Had to lug 46 minutes in game one. So, sure, and it's been a physical series, too. I thought game two, there were a lot of big hits. So, yeah, that, that's certainly going to favor the Rangers. But like I said before, 
you go seven hard-fought games with Pittsburgh and Carolina sitting there, you know, taking care of Boston in five, you get a few days off, that might really give you a, a disadvantage going into the second round. No doubt about it. Uh, I appreciate a couple of minutes tonight. Take a time out from your meal. Go back to enjoying the short ribs there, and uh, we will look forward to chatting tomorrow for game number three. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it, man. Good job.